Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, bringing you another study from God's Word this morning. We're looking at our study there. We've been in quite some time now. Many have commented on how they appreciate the messages here on uh, Satan the God of this world. And let me say here, we have several other studies. We have a study on demon possession that we recently completed. We have a study on divine healing, true and false, setting forth the error of that uh, great old doctrine. And look us up on our website. We have a lot of those, in, a lot of that information listed there on our website. It's www.radiomissions.org. We're bringing you a series of studies have been on Satan, the God of this world. And we're looking this morning at this particular subject, the mark of the beast. Now, my friends, perk up your ears and listen, would you? Folks are so misinformed and misconstrue the God's word about the mark of the beast. But you, if you have someone across the fence, they holler over there and say, the old trailblazer is on bringing a message on the mark of the beast. Would you want to hear? Turn him on over there, my friend. Or... Tell him in the morning. Be sure and turn on in the morning if you got they got away from home too quick. In our previous studies on this subject, the Antichrist and his coming to the world and in power, we found from God's word that he'll be the son of Satan, born of a woman, will be revealed or manifested or shown forth after Christ comes to take his own out of the world. The first resurrection and the rapture of the saints. That's right. We also found out that he will slowly rise to power by the use of flattery, which is the same spirit that now prevails over the religious and political world. We also found out that when he reaches the height or the zenith of his power, he will literally burn and destroy every vestige of apostate Christianity, set himself up as God to be worshipped. Now, in our study today, we're looking at the mark of the beast or the mark of the Antichrist. With our Bibles in hand, let us look. You get your Bible down off the mantelpiece there, my friend, or off the end table. Maybe you don't have a mantelpiece like I did when I was young. We kept the Bible up on the mantelpiece there and get it down and read it. Listen now, Revelation, the 13th chapter, beginning with the verse, first verse. And I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw the beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the dames of blasphemy. We see here that the Antichrist will rise from among the people. And although he will come on the scene as an economic savior, Satan's imitation messiah, at heart he will be a beast. All cruel rulers are referred to as beasts. Hitler was referred to a beast. Stalin, others, uh, Khrushchev and uh, Castro, all of those have been referred to as beasts. But let's look at the second verse. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth was the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him power, and his seat or his throne and great authority. After the resurrection of Christ, before he went back to heaven, he said to his disciples, All power or all authority is given unto me. It was given to him of his father. Christ also said, I go unto my father and will sit down with him on his throne. So when the Antichrist comes upon the scene, Satan, the old dragon, will give him his power and his throne and his authority. Here is one thing that I've noticed. 
Very few people realize the authority and power that Satan has. Now, we've been hammering away at that now for several days, even weeks now, in this series of messages that Satan is the god of this world. He's a prince in the power of the air. He walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, my friend. You're, you're an enemy, if you're a child of God, your enemy is old Satan. We are, we are arch enemies of Satan. That's right, because we are God's children. But if you are saved, if you're lost, if you're not saved, if you're lost, Satan is your father. That's right. I want to tell you, my friend, we're not dealing with some little tin soldier here. I wish I could just drive a peg down there and hold it. No. No, we're not dealing with a little tin soldier. We're not dealing with someone that uh, has a red long-handled underwear suit on with a pitchfork in his hand and a long straggly tail. No, we're not. That's not Satan. That's, that's man's imagination, my friend. Satan, Lucifer, was created the most beautiful being in the, in the universe when he came there to worship, lead the worship at the throne of God. He was the second in command, he had the highest authority next to the Lord. That's right. But he's not a little tin soldier or some make-believe enemy or some little influence. Now, these little preachers, they well, he's just an influence. Makes me sick, my friend. You don't know anything about Satan. That's right. Folks, folks don't know anything about Satan. They, they just assume all those things. We're dealing with the arch enemy of God and the deadly enemy of human souls. Now, I'd have to take take time out here just a moment. Many times I stand here in my pulpit during my services, our services, and I say, folks, can I just stop here and bring you to think about God and the awesomeness of God, the holiness of God, the higher highness of God, the majesty of God. And I attempt very feebly, I guarantee you, very feebly I attempt to bring my people here down to earth that they might think of who we serve and who our God is and whom we worship, that he is God, a very God. It is he who flung the, the universe into being. It is he who keeps the solar system grinding away day by day by day. It is he who created the sun and the moon and every star. It is he who flung the planets out into the stratosphere. And it's he who created Satan, my friend. That's right. And he created him with power and majesty on high. And now he still has that power. And he aspires to be like God. He wants to be as God. He wants to be God. And he's now working through the Antichrist, which is the illegitimate son of Satan, my friend. Did you know Satan is a person? Did you know Satan is not just some influence? He's not just a booger man that we used to try to scare the kids with. No, Satan is the arch enemy of our Lord. The deadly enemy, that's right, the deadly enemy of human soul. And the Antichrist will rise to power over the known world with the speed of the leopard, the power of the bear, and the ferociousness of a lion. Go back and read those verses there, my friend, in the 13th chapter of Revelation. That's right. Now let's look at the third and fourth verses. In, in Revelation. And I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? And who is able to make war with him? Now, my friends, this is, this is God's word. 
Folks shy away from the book of Revelation because they say it can't be understood, but it can. We're taking our time. And let me make this uh, a statement here. We have a, a series of messages in print on the, on the Revelation by the late Pastor L.R. Shelton. I believe there's 78 uh, printed messages in a, uh, individual messages, three or four bound together. But all together, there's 75, 78 of them taking in the whole book of Revelation. And I'd be glad to send that to you if you'd write me free and postpaid. I don't believe you'd ever get over it, my friend. I don't believe there's another, uh, another treatise written or book written on the Revelation that would compare with Brother Shelton's uh, own Revelation. We have it in print here at the office. We'd be glad to send it to you free and postpaid. And uh, I don't believe you'll ever get over it. I just don't. I hear folks pre- pre- uh, teach the book of Revelation on the radio once in a while. And they, they teach it from a, a human standpoint instead of from God's standpoint. You know what the Revelation book is? It's a revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. We see here in the, that the Antichrist will be put to death. And in the 14th verse, <clears throat> we find... Uh, how he was killed. Let me go back and read, starting there. When I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. That's right. And the world wondered. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast, and then worshipped the beast. They worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And we see here that the Antichrist will be put to death. And in the 14th verse, we find how he will be killed, which will be a wound by the sword. And the Antich- when the Antichrist is killed by the sword, whether in battle or in the hands of an assassin, he will go to hell, according to Isaiah 14:15. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the side of the pit. And in Isaiah 14:19, the Antichrist is spoken of as the abominable branch. It is also prophesied there how he will die, thrust through with the sword, and that he also prophesied, it's also prophesied how he will die, thrust through with the sword, and that in hell they will make fun of and laugh at him, according to Isaiah 14, 16, but he will not remain in hell. <clears throat> we find in Revelation 13, 3, which we just read, these words, and his deadly wound his deadly wound was healed. Now we're gonna we're gonna wait right there till our next uh, service or next lesson to get into that uh, portion of scripture. But I wish you would I wish you'd think much about it, my friend. This is this is God's word. The Antichrist is coming on the scene shortly. Yes, that's right. He'll be killed, then raised from the dead. That's that'll be part of the lying wonders that we have so much of. That will be the things that amazes folks that'll be here in that apostate time. That that's all a living reality, my friend, to God's child. We know that God's word is true. God can't lie. Did you know Satan can't tell the truth? The Lord can't lie, and Satan can't tell the truth. They're very opposite, aren't they? Yes, but Satan is the old deceiver, and he he's aspires to be like God. He wants to be on the throne of God. Oh, my friend, that's his deadly desire. That's his daily desire, to be like the Lord Jesus Christ. He, it, 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 it's always on his heart and on his mind. And listen, he's just about uh, deceive the world. The, the strong delusion that we spoke of earlier, we, we, our folks now living under a strong delusion. But when the, when the Lord takes his people out from this earth, 
and the dead and shall rise, and then those of us who remain living are taken up, then there will come a strong delusion that folks will believe that the Antichrist is God, and they will show allegiance and pay allegiance to him, my friend, until he turns on them at the end of three and a half years, <clears throat> sets himself up to be worshipped, and those who won't bow down to him, They'll pay the price, my friend. That's right. They'll be killed. Oh, there's so much interesting things here in this study. And like I said, I wish you'd write me, and I'll send you the Revelation series by the Pastor L.R. Shelton. It's about 75, 78 individual sermons uh, on uh, the Revelation, starting at Revelation 1-1 and going all the way through the book in plain, simple English that you and I can understand. And my friend, I have one, and I have a set. I, would, I wouldn't take anything for it. It's a treasure. It'll show you the error that's being palmed off on our folks today. It's brought from a spiritual side, not a worldly side. No, it doesn't. He doesn't uh, pay too much attention to the events that happen, all of those things, even though he does touch on them. But they're not the most important thing. The most important thing is to lay the claims of Christ on your heart. Are you are you wanting to be here when the Antichrist comes, my friend? Are you afraid? Are you afraid now to be here when the Antichrist comes? You should be. Oh, but fear won't help you, my friend. The Bible says that folks will run to the mountains and cry for the rocks to fall on them that they may not uh, be taken up with those things. But listen, listen, do you ever think about your soul? The old trailblazer is concerned about your soul. We bring these messages that they might open, open your heart and attract your attention and let you see that you don't have anything, that your foundation is sandy, my friend, and the tide's going to come along and wash it all out, and you're going to be stranded without no, without anything. Any hope, without no hope, without God, and without hope, my friend. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, bringing to close another study on God's Word on, uh, yes, yes, that's right, the mark of the beast. And we'll be back in our next study to go into it a little deeper. I believe you'll be interested in hearing the remainder of these studies. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658.